Welcome to American Patriot News. I'm Bill Moss. I've got Ed and Fran with me tonight. Hello, fellow and gal. How y'all doing? Hello, hello. Glad to be back. Yeah, this is a place where we fight for the Constitution over corruption, freedom over fascism, and power over politics. Uh, I finally, oh, I want to tell y'all, I finally got a hold of uh, Chris Ann Hall's secretary. And uh, so I look to be uh, either doing a show or on her show or something, either doing a show here with her or on her show or something uh, that will be airing in the near future, hopefully. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, I want to talk to you, uh, everybody tonight about the special hearing uh, Senator Ron Johnson held in Washington today. Uh, they had to do uh, with the uh, vaccines. Okay. Uh, they t uh, they discussed the the experts, the real experts, the doctors, the real doctors. Finally, discussed what was going on with the pandemic's response. Okay, uh, the first one I got to hear uh, was that it had done started by her, Doctor Christina Parks, and we got a lot of good points to bring out to y'all tonight. And uh, I want you to listen to this because these are the people that have actually been saving lives and not losing patients, right? That's what I heard. Now, would you rather go to the one that lost the patient or the one that not losing the patient? So mm -hmm. I'm tickled to death. They finally got up in Washington and got to say their say. They had Doc, uh, Tom Renz there, the attorney. They had uh, Lee Dundas there, the attorney. I think things are going to start flying, Ed. <clears throat> right now, I want to say that uh, today, uh, amazingly, or was it last night? It was it last night or today. They knew this was coming even if it was last night, right? Uh, Biden has ready 8,500 troops to send to Europe. Okay. Now, let me ask you something. Every time something bad happens, we have a crisis. So it takes your mind out of it so that you can look that way and they can get by with what they're doing. So I want to ask everybody, please stay focused. Please stay focused on this pandemic thing because there is a lot of criminal activity going on and you're going to find out about some of it tonight. And then uh, you're going to be finding out more about it because stuff is starting to come out. It's going to be coming out fast and furious, I believe, for a long. It's already coming out fast and furious. Making <laughs> my head spin. <laughs> uh, on in December of last year, uh, Bill Gates was charged with murder. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm going to be talking about that tomorrow. Uh, what's this Friday, Monday? Uh, if we don't do one over the weekend, uh, but we, we will post it whenever we get it up. This stuff's coming, so we might we might hit some some stuff heavy. Okay, uh, because. Bill was charged with murder in the Nuremberg courts, okay, at the Hague, and uh, they they finally made it to starting the trial. I think yesterday, if I understood right. Okay, we'll have to watch that again before we put it out. But he has been officially charged uh, in the international court for murder. And uh, look for Fauci and maybe some of our famous politicians. Maybe <laughs> might be on there. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but 
there, there's there's a lot of stuff going to happen. That's why the, these war drums are beating right now. See, this is a global overtake. We know it's a global overtake. So somebody's got to be the bad guy to get everything going and get everybody's attention drawn over. Oh, my God, we're going to war with Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> Again, right? And, uh, you know, the thing that worries me about that, Ed, and you think about this, friend, uh, you know how our workforce is right now. Nobody wants to work. Now, if we go to war, who are we going to get to make our munitions and stuff? Are we going to have to outsource it to Russia and China, our enemies? Maybe that's what they're hoping for. Is that where we get our fuel to, to put in our equipment? We have been set up, folks. We've been set up bad. You better wake up, yep. take the red pill, drink the coffee, whatever you do. Get the Red Bull, get yourself together. Uh, because they, these are the things that's going on. But anyway, I want to go with the show now uh, about what happened today. Uh, the first one I caught was Dr. Christina Parks. And uh, she brought up the fact that people of African descent, uh, they have a two to three times more likeliness of getting autism from this vaccine. Okay. Uh, the study is over 20 years old on the RNA, the mRNA, yet they are mandating it. And this is just one subset of people that's having these horrible effects, okay? Can you imagine, would you take a chance to make your kid, Ed or Fran, would y'all take a chance to make your kid uh, two to three times as likely to have? Absolutely not. You know, that's two to 300%, two to three times, right? Yeah. So. Would you, you know, go two, three hundred percent more chance for your child to get it? I would. No. I wouldn't. Uh, and they have found out that during the lockdowns, that during the lockdowns, Ed, uh, there were twenty six thousand per million U.S. deaths. Okay, from the vaccine versus fifteen thousand per million in Sweden who was not locked down. So they know this vaccine spreads. They knew it spread. Excuse me, folks. Uh, I thought I had that off. Uh, they know it spreads and they know, they know that uh, people are dying from this, okay? And, and yet they go about and spread it anyway. All right. So that's what's going on. Uh, and then uh, if you put people in a, in a place together like that, then they start incubating it. Okay. Everybody gets sick, then they spread it out. But now there were some other points that they made on that. We'll get to that earlier. I mean, later. Uh, Dr. Briachi uh, is health and welfare and wellness doctor. That's what he calls himself. Okay. Health, welfare, and wellness doctor. Uh, he said that poor older people needed the protection of a vaccine. Okay. But not necessarily this one. Okay. Uh, from the virus. Uh, but what, what he emphasized was 
Yeah, they need a vaccine, but it, it's got to be one that's been tested down the road. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, we need to use the therapeutics that take care of the problem that gets them over it. Getting them over it with, you know, ACQ, ivermectin, which they've been, you know, they've been treating patients with all along. We talked about this, me and friend was earlier that they've been treating these patients with <coughs> thousands and thousands of patients these doctors have treated, and they've not lost one. Yet all the protocol that that's out there that they're forcing doctors to use, even if they don't want to, is killing people. Okay, but these doctors have stuck their neck out. They went out on a limb and they've been treating people and saving lives. Um, when people convalesce at home, the problem is with, with it is the people around them, uh, it affects their T cells because if you've got it, you know, you shed it and then, then the other person gets it. So they get the T cell, but it's, it's done in a way that fortunately uh, with this Omicron that uh, it, it, it acts more like a, exposure as a vaccine okay uh it, it gradually does your t-cells or what i don't understand t-cells that much i'm not a scientist but the way i understand it uh it increases your immunity that's what they were saying uh with uh when you develop asymptomatic uh symptoms then you know you've got it, and it's it's working toward making you better. Uh, this is the best known, according to them, the best known thing to do to fight off Delta. And they said that was the worst one out there. And they said that Delta has went down from 25, uh, 25,000, I think it was, to 1,000 uh, per million. That's a big difference. <coughs> difference. Uh, there was a Dr. Paul Alexander. He was an epidemiologist. Uh, and he said that, that the remdesivir they're using, Ed, uh, you know, when you go in the hospital, they put you on the remdesivir and all that. He said it had a devastating study, but yet they went on and used it. And uh, he said when he looked at the results, he said it, it was horrible. Uh, he said, if you get natural, he said, you know, that the infection is extremely rare. But uh, if you take the remdesivir, if you take the, uh, and take the, uh, the vaccine, he says, you're going to get it over and over. Okay. You're going to keep getting it. Uh, and, um, he said that the asymptomatic transmission, like you're out in public and stuff, he said, that's a lie. He said, that's a lie. He said, they know that the masks aren't going to do it. They know that if it's a surgical mask, it's a white mask or whatever kind of mask it is, they know it's not going to do any good. They know that six feet distancing <laughs> or, you know, standing across the yard ain't going to stop it from spreading in this world because not everybody's going to do it. Sooner or later, you're going to be close to somebody. You're going to get it. Right? Uh, you know, I, we're, it's, it's, it's a thing that has been sprung on us by bad actors. It's a bioweapon. And now we got to deal with it. Uh, he said uh, that National Institute of Health and Fauci uh, knew the truth about 
transmission and immunity and lied about it. Now, this is not my words. This is that doctor, okay? Uh, I forgot his name here. It's uh, Dr. <coughs> Alexander. He said Fauci lied. He said NIH lied, and everybody else did too. Uh, and then we found out the other day, too, friend, that there was a big payoff we'll talk about in that next show. Mm -hmm. uh, Fauci paid off the scientist, and we're going we're to expose that on that next show. Uh, he said that it, the, the Spanish, Spanish flu survivors, Ed, their immunity was still strong 90 years afterwards. That is the difference between a natural immunity and a vaccine immunity. Okay. And uh, the other thing is, is I, I wanted to bring up, and they brought kind of talk about it today. Ed, have you ever known anybody that's had uh, said, well, I got polio, but it wasn't as bad because I got vaccinated? <laughs> uh, I knew people that have had polio, yes, but not like, not what you're saying. <laughs> My grandmother was, uh, I guess, I guess, okay, let me, here's a story that I got from my mom and my grandma. My grandma, she's, she's been gone for about 20 some years now, but she had arthritis. Well, we thought it was arthritis where her, her fingers and her hands kind of curled up on each other. Mm -hmm. Well, she also had lupus. Now in the town that we grew up in, there was this lake. And I don't know why the county or the city wouldn't get rid of the drain this lake or uh, empty this lake out, but the lake contained polio. My grandmother apparently contracted something from there. The hospitals tried to tell her it was a tick and she had Lyme disease, but we kind of thought the other of it. And a few other people have gotten some of the same things, and they had they got the polio vaccine for it. Then that's when all the issues started happening with them. And my grandma, she'd probably be about, she was born in what, 26, 36? No, 36. Yeah, she was, she was born in 36. So she'd probably be about 85 now. I think 80, yeah, 85 this year. No? No, mom was born in 34, so that would make, and she's 87. Yeah, she'd be 86. My, uh, my mom would be, my mom was born 35. She, she would be 86. Oh, that would explain a little difference. Would be 85. So my grandpa was older, and they were hiding that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Now the secret's out. <laughs> You know, my mother-in-law had, had polio, but she's born with it. It wasn't like she, you know, got the vaccine and took it. Huh? Yeah, my, nothing happened to my grandma until she was 26. She was two years old and she got I got corrected. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, I mean, you know, uh, I've never known anybody to get a, a true vaccine and said, well, it wasn't so bad because I had a vaccine. You know, you don't get it if it's true. Uh this is gene therapy. We're going to get into that a little bit more in here. Uh, now, Dr. Alexander did say that he supports testing. <coughs> and, uh, uh, properly, te I mean, excuse me. He supports properly tested 
vaccines. But he said these vaccines, which we all know, and we've reported on this ever since they started producing them, there was no way they could properly test them no uh, until seven to 10 years out to, to get all the results. And it's what he's saying. That's why we're getting so many deaths out of this. We're over a million deaths right here from the United States, uh, according to Ron Johnson today. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the virus says. I haven't looked at it. He said we're over a million deaths. And I think he said something, uh, 20,000 uh, bad reactions that life, life disabilitating reactions. Okay. Uh, but he says he does not support this vaccine because it's not tested. Um, another point he raised up, in, informed consent has never been given. How can it be given? They will not tell your doctor what is in the vaccine. They will not tell you what's in the vaccine. They want to keep that from you for 75 years. So you're either going to be <coughs> old you can't do nothing about it, or you're going to be like us, and you'll be dead in 75 years. Yeah, even my nephew wouldn't even be old. He'll be dead by then. So they're just trying to, they're just trying to, you know, mine will too, you know, unless he's real lucky. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the whole thing is, is you can't, you can't uh, hide this stuff, and they're wanting the truth to come out, okay? And I do have it on well, just like I had, I, I'll say it this way. I know by the same way I knew that the Nuremberg trials were going to be done, okay? Uh, or at least be attempted to be done. The charges were going to be filed. Uh, I, by, the same, by the same method, uh, where was I at? Now I'm done draw the blank. Ain't that awful? <laughs> Age creeping up on you, Bill. You got to watch that. Yeah. Uh, one of the signs of the jab. Oh, the informed consent. Okay, you, you're going to be so old, you're not going to be able to do nothing about it. And uh, so we've got we've got to we got to demand to know like these doctors are. Okay, we got to demand to know now what's in these things. Uh, I can just see the. I can, uh, I can I can just see the lawsuits right now. Of all of the currently unborn children that will be, be about in their twenties or thirties, seventy-five years from now, when they find out that the shit that was in their uh, vaccine caused birth defects and all that, if they have problems or their kids have problems, and they find out that their ancestor took that vaccine shot, well, what would you what What do you think they would think? Uh, if you know, a lot of mothers are are taking this when they're pregnant, or yeah, before they're pregnant. What do you think they would think if, you know, there's like, oh, them people just crazy. They're full of it. You know, they're conspiracy theory. And now all this comes out and they lose a child. You know, I, I'd hate to be in that situation. I hate to be a party pooper, guys, but what's in that vaccine that they call it sterilizes anybody that uses it because it goes right to the gonads and, and yeah. disrupts the genetics. I, I tried to tell my sister that. And she had both of her kids vaccinated. Yeah, I was I was called an idiot for believing that. Well, tell her have another kid. No, she can't now. <laughs> That's my point. 
<laughs> Don't spoil it fun, guys. Uh, if someone's, uh, he said, if someone's got COVID and they've taken the vaccine, you're more likely to end up in the hospital. If you've had it naturally, if you've got over it naturally and you take the vaccine, you're more apt to end up in the hospital. Now, you know, they say if you've had the vaccine, if you hit it again, it won't be as bad. Okay. But the truth is, if you, if you've had it and you take the vaccine, chances are pretty certain you're going to end up in the hospital. If you don't take the vaccine, chances are pretty certain. I'm going by these doctors that you're not going to end up with it again. Okay. So my, my niece is in the ROTC program that I was in 25 years ago. They had PT uh, last week. And my niece is out there PT and they had a Marine, uh, the Marines uh, sent a couple of drill sergeants uh -huh. and uh, they had a couple of uh, sailors there doing PT. My niece ended up having to have, they called the corpsman because my niece started having breathing problems. She's been having, oh, she's the only one in the family that's been having problems. This is her second time she's had a medical problem. The first one was she started having abdominal cramps and something in her stomach, and they didn't know what it was. She had to go straight to the ER at 3 a.m. So a few months later, she's having this problem now, and I'm telling my sister, you know, it's from the it's from the damn shot, and it's from the the booster you got her. Sound like pulmonary caryatis. But she won't. The, you know, the doctors are saying, oh, it's okay. It's just, it, was, it was an asthma attack. Well, what are the, what are the causes? What are the symptoms from getting the jab? Asthma, asthma-related things. Mm -hmm. And she's never had it before. So now, uh, well, my, I don't know what my sister's going to do, but I keep pushing my niece to tell her to take her to the hospital and have a, some testing done on her. And I told her what to ask for herself. And my sister keeps getting in the way of it. Well, this doctor says if you never had the virus, Dr. Chiardi, he says if you've had, if you've caught it naturally, you'll never spread it. You'll never have it. Okay. Uh, he said the good thing about the Omicron is not binding in the lungs uh, and blood's not clotting as bad. Okay, it's not bad binding in the lungs, it's bad and blood cutting is bad. And so people's getting over. It's kind of like having a flu slash cold, you know what I'm saying? A bad cold. Uh, vaccinated. Uh, the, the vaccinated people, it causes them to have a high volume. Well, we all do. A high volume, but there, there's even worse in their nose and in their mouth and in their tears. Okay. Uh, that's where you spread it from. Okay. Uh, I heard, you know, I've heard it comes from poop too, but I don't know. I don't go around checking people out like a dog. But, <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, this doctor says, that there's a nasal spray that's very inexpensive and mouthwash that you, you, you know, you can use mouthwash and you can use this nasal spray and you spray it up in your nose. You wash your mouth out several times a day and you can't spread it because he said you're spraying it directly on the area where it's spread from. 
You see what I'm saying? He says within five minutes, it's dead in that area. So that's a preventive. If you've got somebody in your family that's had that, you want to be around them, hand them that, hand them that <coughs> had a, had a bottle of uh, mouthwash and they get busy, you know, said, so you ain't going to make me sick. Uh, <laughs> that go good over at your family's house, but so anyway uh one of the things i'm thinking about is the fear monitoring uh by the nih fauci biden the politicians that's all about control you know what i'm saying you know we've been saying that mm -hmm. all it's all about control <coughs> do you need a vaccine sure if they can come up with a good one you know something that's really trustable but at this point i don't know if i could ever trust them what do you guys think well, I took have, the, oh, go ahead, Al. Ed. Uh, well, I had taken a flu vaccine about 15, 20 years ago just for the flu one year, and I got damn bronchitis worse than I'd ever had it before. So I will never, I'm not taking mm -hmm. another vaccine. Right, you know, I don't I'm, either. I'm not doing it no more because you get, all it does is it make you sick. Yeah, so, yeah I'm not doing it no more. The last. Yeah, as, since the government. Oh. Sorry. Since the government has changed the definition of vaccine, just where it can match up with what we're dealing with today, how can we? How can any of us ever trust the word vaccine again after what we've been dealing with over the past two years? Well, and another point they said today was that the 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 FDA is you know saying it's approved, but it's not approved. It's approved for emergency use only, which means there is no liability. For anybody that gives it to you or anybody that makes it. Exactly. And now they're trying to get it on the list for your kids' schools for shots. And if they do that, everybody will have to take it. It goes to public school or private school, unless you homeschool, they'll have to take it. And then uh, they have no liability because it's a mandated. Right? See what I'm saying? It can go through clinical trials and it still doesn't have to have any like they don't get any liability. That's why you got all these kids walking around here, you know, crippled up and stuff that's took these different shots and stuff or dead. <coughs> it's because they have no liability. Once it's mandated, they stick it in their arm and they kill over fine. Next, you know, your kids mean nothing to them. You mean nothing to them. You, it's time America wakes up. You know, I've had people say, well, why would the doctors lie to us? Why would the scientists lie to us? Well, I'm telling you, we're, we're coming up with the proof. It's the money. It's greed. You know, the, the greatest sin in the world is the love of money. Not just money, a farm. the love of it. We're just a human farm. Right. We're, we're just we're just Petri dishes walking around. They experiment on. OK, we pay for everything for them, whether it comes to money, labor, anything. We're the ones to pay for it. It's just the three life. of us is over in this untreated group that they're watching. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, this is what's going on. Uh, so. We talked about, you know, the nose spray and everything. Uh, Dr. Rich says the Omicron has pushed out 
almost all the Delta. That's what we was talking about a little while ago. He says almost pushed it all out from down from like 25,000 cases to 1,000. Remember, you probably remember saying that uh, and creating immunity. Uh, uh, and it's much weaker and more uh, common cold type disease, but yet it's acting as a uh, vaccine for the a natural vaccine for the normal corona, the Delta virus, which was so deadly. And when he said this, Dr. Cole, uh, Dr. Ryan Cole backed him up, Dr. Rich backed him up, and Dr. Malone's statement to this made a statement to this fact too. So there was four of them concurring right there in that Senate hearing, you know, about this. So uh, you got to realize these are people that has spent a long, long time in school, okay? Because you got, you know, what is seven years to become a doctor? Eight. Eight. And then if you want to be a specialist, you got another eight with continual, continuing education. Okay, stay on top of your field. These are people that are specialists. These people have spent their life in school learning how to save your life. And now they're fighting for you in the hearings at the U.S. Congress, they're fighting for you in the courts. They've got lawyers going to court fighting for you, okay? And this is going on around the country. If you hear the name frontline doctors or my, uh, what, what was it, my, my free doctor, okay? Yeah. Those are two of those groups. If you hear about the uh, American frontline nurses, that's another one. Nurses doing the same thing for you. Okay. And some of them actually using their money to go to court to get court orders. So people are humanely treated. Uh, I, I want to get to that in a little bit. Uh, Dr. Chiarity said that the mask is a big problem. We've been saying that all along. We've been telling everybody it's like trying to catch a mosquito through a what? Dangling fence, right? So uh, he just pretty much come out and, and told Ron Johnson, no, he said, the surgical mask, the white mask, any mask you put on, it's not going to do the job. Uh, he said that this is a curable disease, okay? It will use a treatment that's effective. What we're giving, what, what they're giving them in the hospitals, what they're giving you at the doctor's office is not an effective thing. And these guys, with all the bad negative publicity, losing, you know, contracts with the insurance companies and, and all this other stuff, they put up the ridiculed, you know, people trying to pull their license and everything else. They have went on with the ACQ and the ivermectin. Okay. I'm not going to hide what I'm saying on this show. You know, they want to kick us off the can, but I mean, they have not hid this, okay? And it, I would be doing them a disservice if I hid it, wouldn't I? I would. We all got to be truth tellers in this, okay? Yeah. The only way we're going to get passed through this. Uh, but he said the key, the key, folks, if you get sick, the key to early treatment is the three-day window. When you first feel those symptoms coming on, Get a hold of American Frontline Doctors. Get a hold of, you know, my free doctor. You had some trouble getting a hold of me. Did they ever get back with you? Nope, still haven't heard from them. 
Well, just keep trying. And if not, if you can't get what you need, don't go past that three-day limit. Call me. I've got an idea for you. Okay, something. I've got something that took care of me. Okay. Help me out, too. Huh? Help me out, too. Helped you out, too. Okay. I can't tell it to you on the air. Okay. But if you just call me up and say, hey, what did you what did you do to get over COVID? I'll tell you. I'm not prescribing it to you. I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on dates. Okay. And uh, so you don't have to worry about that. But uh, I will tell you what somebody in the medical field told me to do. And I took it the first day. I felt no different. Second day by noon, I was feeling better. Third day, my congestion was leaving. By the fifth day, I was over. And I literally had to sleep, sitting straight up, and take four breathing treatments a day, okay? Just to sit there. And uh, so, you know, this this was a godsend to me. I don't want anybody dying because you can't get a hold of somebody. Uh, you know, I would say even if you try this, it don't hurt to keep calling to try to get the other stuff, okay? <laughs> and I know people that went to the feed store, and, you know, they make fun of it. <clears throat> I know people that went to the feed store or, or had it at <coughs> because they had livestock that took the ivermectin when they got sick and got over it right out of the feed store. I'm not suggesting you do it because it's not for human use. You know how that is. But, you know, I, I figure this way. If, if just like if, you know, I get a bad cut, and I'm out in the barn, I'm going to bleed death before I get to the house. You can bet I'm going to use the not approved for human use blood stop to get to the house and get some help. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to bleed to death. So that's up to you. Uh, that Dr. Pierre Corey, they kind of went back and forth and it made it kind of interesting because, you know, they kind of passed off each other. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, he said that the CDC sent out a, a, a letter in August of 2020 and told all the doctors not to prescribe drugs for COVID-19, okay? Now, the interesting thing on this, I heard that he's told the, the pharmacies the same thing, right? So... That just verifies kind of what I heard about the pharmacies. So that's probably what went on with the pharmacies too, because if your doctor would write you an ACQ or a ivermectin or any other generic uh, type of prescription to treat COVID, I promise you, uh, unless you find a, a pharmacy that's on our side, people's side, they won't fill it. You won't be able to go to see... Uh, uh, see what is CVS, CVS. We won't be able to go there, or Walgreens, or someplace like that because they're not going to fill it. It has to be some little country, probably some doctor that that makes his own, some pharmacy that's what, what do they call that? Where they got the they do the apothecary carry where they holistic. Well, no, they actually make the medicine right there from the chemicals. Uh, I forget compound pharmacy. Okay, you might even have to go to a compound pharmacy to get it. Uh, but anyway, uh, they told them not to to feel the most effective meds uh, and cheapest meds in the world. And the CDC has brainwashed physicians, and uh, it has to stop. It, it has to stop. 
He said, these are crimes against humanity and it has to stop. That's the way he said it, okay? Hey, Bill, I got something along that line too. I've done a, I've been away doing an awful lot of research. You know that, Bill. Yeah. And what I came across was, is at one time, hydrochloroquine was on the, you got to have it list from the WHO. And that was back in the 50s. Right. That's something to keep on hand. And it's now not, all of a sudden, it's not even fit for animals. Well, it's something that you use for uh, malaria, okay, if you're traveling. And, the, or, you know, you could get out, if you go out in the woods camping, it, it wouldn't even hurt to take it then. Okay, because the water and stuff around there, you know. Yeah, and Lyme disease and that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So, and then the other thing is, is ivermectin uh, won a Nobel Prize for its use in humans before it was yeah. ever used in veterinary. Exactly. Okay, so I mean, these are the lies that you've been getting fed. We've been telling you that, but I was so grateful today that this this come out and. Uh, so he was talking about that. And then Dr. Uh, oh, I want to go from here to, the, to what Ron Johnson said. Ron Johnson said at the average, uh, not, uh, medication, they won't let you buy the not recommended medication cost about two bucks to get you over this. Okay. Yeah. The medicine for the, and, you know, the remdesivir stuff they're putting out, 700 to $3,200. Okay. Look at all the poor people that die because they can't afford something like that because they're starting about talking about treating people at home with that. And you stop and think they're talking about treating you at home with something they know are, it's going to kill you. Okay. If you take, they said, if you take two, two, two rounds of that, you are, 75% likely to die, 25% likely to live, okay? Uh, your chances chances for cancer jumps up to 500%. Okay, what was that other one, friend? Do you remember? Uh, I'll probably find it in these notes, but your chances for cancer jumps up to 500%, okay? Uh, uh, oh, chance for uh, miscarriage was 300 percent wasn't it that's what it was uh, it seemed like it was a little bit higher than that but uh, it, you know so uh, that's what you're looking at you know it, it's again they said that they, they said that the you know the remdesivir and all this stuff they're coming out with is supposed to be the cure for it they're taking the generic drugs from the 1950s putting a little something else in it. It might just be salt for all I know. You know what I'm saying? Putting a little something else in it. And then they're mashing it up, making it into whatever. And they're selling to you for $700 uh, when they could only get maybe $2. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so, but when they put something else, another component in it, even if it's an inactive component, they are able to re- Catches, they are able to get another patent on it. So then that's what makes your price jump from 300 to 700. Uh, Pfizer, the head of Pfizer, I think it was the head of Pfizer. You see that where he got in trouble the other day? 
I'm pretty sure it was Pfizer. Uh, he, he got the price up on some medication 5,000%. He's going to jail. It's about time. It's about time. Okay. This was the head guy. All right. Uh, some lady was on Fox. Oh, well, I used to date him. He was just a poster boy for them. Well, you know what? If he was running that and he's the one who jacked it up 5,000%, then he deserves to be in jail. And if you want to pick up and take up for him, you, you ought to go with him. You know, I'm sure they'd let you in. Uh, and all the doctors concurred that if you get the treatment within 72 hours, nobody dies. All right, you get the hydrochloroquine or the ivermectin or whatever they're using. Uh, big pharma is using these repurposed drugs and, and they're just it's unreal because the deaths and check this out the deaths from ivermectin for, five, for a year average 15 okay the deaths for hydrochloroquine Averages 69, and it's used on script, off script. Uh, I know somebody that was using it off script for lupus. They can no longer get it, okay, because these they, these pharmacy mongols have got so damn greedy. They have wiped a whole class of people that have to suffer now just simply because they don't want it being used for something else when they can make a big fortune off of it. Uh, you know, you need to be looking at these companies, looking at who's on them. Uh, we talked about that the other day, Ed, about, about you said there was like 70 people on the, the board of Pfizer that's uh, part of the CCP. Okay. Yep. But uh, this Dr. Chiari says uh, the CDC says that uh, they don't mandate the treatment the doctors give, okay? Nobody wants to take responsibility for dictating how doctors uh, prescribe their medication, you know, treating their patients, okay? But here's what they do. Uh, they take and they hurt them for caring about humanity. The insurance hey. companies pressured by the pharmaceuticals pulls their contracts for them using these off-script medicines, which they've used for years, okay? Uh, the, the, the medical board threatens to pull their license, all right? They try to counsel them by, you know, insulting them and calling them conspiracy theorists. And you know how all that goes, Ed. Oh, yeah. Oh, so this is what they do. And, or, you know, it's like a Mike Lindell takedown time kind of thing, like where they try to take Mike Lindell down. They try to take Wendy's down. Uh, these doctors just keep coming back and praise God for them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they didn't close Wendy's. They didn't shut Mike Lindell down either, okay? Uh, but, uh, but these doctors are literally threatened. Some of them's had their lives threatened. Dr. Simone Gold, because she got up and spoke, and we've talked about this before, because she got up and spoke on the west side of the White House where there was nobody going in, where there was no riot, there was no nothing, and she got up and spoke about ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, and the fraud that's going on with this pandemic. 
and they done a Roger Stone. We talked about this before. Done that Roger Stone stake takedown thing with her, just like they did Roger Stone. Kicked the door open in the middle of the night, drug her out in front of her kids, handcuffed her, shackled her, and drug her off to jail. Okay, she's out, but she's still facing charges. Um, this is this is this is true tyranny, and I, I don't know what else it is. I mean, you look. We've got we've got the uh, people that's being you know. Poison to death with a poison. Okay, we get the whole world has been. Uh, and this is a global thing. This is something they planned out big time. We get the whole world's been poisoned with the virus to start with. Now the the, the effective poison that kills you is the, the cure. Okay, uh, this uh, Brianna Dressen. Uh, I want to bring her up, Ed. She participated in one of the clinical studies. You know, a lot of people do them clinical studies because they think it's for the greater good. What have we been hearing all the time? Oh, it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good. You know, take the jab, right? Well, she did. And then she started suffering sensations of electrical shocks throughout her body all day. Can you imagine that? Like you're just getting shocked. And then she says her body feels like it's made out of glass. She spent six months paralyzed from the shot. And on top of that, she's having other side effects right on down the line. So, uh, you know, and we've seen that little girl. Remember her? In the wheelchair with the feeding tube. Remember the, the, the dental hygienist that couldn't, couldn't clean teeth no more? Uh, you know, the, the girl with Guillaume Barry. I mean, we, we've seen a lot of them. You know, and we, we've seen the videos on Facebook and TikTok where these people, you know, had the shot and, you know, their bodies just into convulsions all the time. It's, it's sad. It's sad that, that, that the world's government would do this to people. Um, now, Dr. McCullough that was there, he said that Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca, uh, are pushing for this to go on pregnant women, right? To pregnant women to receive the vaccine, okay? And they knew, they knew from the studies, okay? From the studies, they knew this was not, they knew it was not good. And we'll explain that, I believe, a little farther down in here, uh, if they get into it. Uh, Another interesting fact, Ed, if you had COVID, then you couldn't be in the test. Huh. They didn't want nobody that had COVID because that person might get sick and had the COVID shot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that would look really bad on them. It would look really bad on them. Uh, back to that Dr. Pierre Corey. They just fly. I said they're putting profit ahead of the patients, uh, you know, which we've been preaching that too. He said Big Pharma saw this as a chance to make the vaccine mandatory by adding it to the childhood vaccines, like we were talking about a few minutes ago, schedule, and still will not be liable uh, for any adverse offense leading forward from the deaths or disabilities. And here's a real interesting thing you might, your favorite aunt come into this today too. Mm -hmm. 
she got brought up. Aunt Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> her office asked Dr. Malone, okay, the guy that created the technology, the guy that was going to be at this hearing today, they called it and asked him not to speak, not to speak about age stratification. They don't want you to. They don't want you to know the differences in the ages and all that. See what I'm saying? What what happens to the different ages? And he said, "I was asked not to speak about this, but I am." Okay, it's time we get. I mean, I have never seen so many doctors get together in one room. All of them concur without arguing about it. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, you know, because usually doctors are arrogant. They have their, you know, well, this is the way I do it. Well, that's the way I do it. Uh, no, 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 no. You guys just don't understand. This is the way it's done. You know, that's the way they are. You can go to a teaching hospital. Oh, my God. You lay there and you think I'm going to be dead time. I get done arguing. You know what I mean? And, uh, or at least that's the way it is around here. But um, so anyway, she's asked him not to talk about this. And, and then these doctors, this doctor does, and then like I say, they get into this other deal uh, and they all concur. And it, it's just, it amazed me that that many doctors could sit in a room for five hours, five hours, Jeez. and not disagree on nothing. You know what I'm saying? I bet you can't get the so-called scientists to do that, right? Uh, now, Dr. Parks said the mod uh, Christine Parks, she said that the modified toll life receptors are made to cause uh, in inflammation, okay? And it's basically changing how the whole immune system works, which we talked about that, remember? Uh, making it uh, weaker, according to the research study. And what it does is, uh, Fran, if you if you remember, you remember how that works, how how it kills out the other cells? Uh, not exactly. I got a little distracted here a minute ago. I had a, a little dispute with my critters. <laughs> well, it's like it's like I got two flags behind me. Okay. Okay. Let's say these over here are the super super ones over here on this side. Okay, these are the ones that they give you in the vaccine shot, and these are the ones over here. Well, you set up a play grid like for a football game. Wherever they try to go through, these, when they try to go through, they, they get on that side. They take a couple of them out because they're stronger. You see what I'm saying? And every time somebody tries to come through with another variant, then you knock out more of them until you just got an empty field on that side. Okay. And when you got an empty field on that side and you get the common code, what happens? You get real sick. You ain't got nothing to fight at all. Yeah. I mean, that's something chicken soup won't fix. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's what they're doing to us. Uh, but anyway, I'm trying to read my writing, folks. They, they, they talked about... Uh, Two months on the age backs, okay, on a sharp incline, okay, a sharp incline of problems with this uh, as far as your immune system getting knocked out, okay? 
you're going to have to be treated for other things. And what's going to happen is it causes acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Does that sound familiar? You remember oh, yeah. it's called AIDS? That's what it is. Right. <clears throat> so you're going to basically have AIDS from taking these vaccines. And then everything comes along. You'll have to take medicine. You know what happened to all the people that took the ACT? They're dead now. How many kids did Fauci murder back in 84 in that, in that, uh, in that uh, orphanage that we, we've done that show on? I mean, it was unreal, okay? It, it was enough to cover them over in, in the graves with the, with the uh, AstroTurf, that's for certain. There no right. grave sites or anything like that. It just every all of them was taken to the same area and put underground. You know, it, it, the bad thing is, is, is that these kids had nobody to speak for. That's right. You've got somebody speaking for you out there. You've got these doctors speaking for you. Be thankful. Don't chastise them. Don't make fun of them. Don't mock them. <clears throat> because the writing is on the wall. Things are coming out. You're going to be surprised what your government is guilty of. Okay. <coughs> so, now Dr. Malone again, he's the one who created the technology. He created it for a good cause. But it's like it's like everything else. Okay. You can you can create technology, but you can't control who uses it, right? You know, they holler about the gun. Okay, I want, I, want, I want to stop right there for a minute. They talk about take away the guns, take away the guns. It's killing all these people. What about all the vaccines? There's been more vaccine deaths this year than there has been gun deaths. Yeah, let's bring that up, the numbers. Within. Way more vaccine deaths than there have been gun deaths. And the gun, I'm here to tell you, does not kill the person. The bullet does not kill the person. The person that pulls the trigger kills the person. They take the technology, they use it. It's a tool. It's a tool. You use it to hunt with. You use it to protect yourself with. And if you're in law enforcement, you use it on your job to protect yourself with, okay? Mm -hmm. And you use it to protect your home with because that's what the Second Amendment is about, is being able to protect yourself and your home. And that means when you leave here, it says you have the right to have these weapons. It says to bear arms. That does not mean to keep them in your house to protect your home. I want to make this clear. Joe Biden made a comment about that. that well, bear arms doesn't mean that you can take them out. Okay. Yes, it does. What does it mean when you bear a burden? You carry it, do you not? So you have the right to carry a firearm. And you don't need a piece of paper from the state or a piece of plastic from the state or nowhere else because the only piece of paper you need is a copy of the Constitution, Second Amendment, okay? That gives you that right. That's your gun permit. That's your gun permit, okay? Uh, now, he said that uh, there has been, uh, the vaccines have enhanced the disease with common virus has long been a problem. Okay, advanced diseases with common virus, with coronavirus has long been a problem. This wasn't something that just happened, okay? They know that when you use that, that's going to be the problem, okay? Now we're seeing evidence of 
Yeah, we're seeing evidence of it. We have, uh, we've had a treatment from day one, he said. We had a treatment from day one on March of 2020. Now, just think, if your loved one had been given one of those pills, it, you, a lot of you out here watching this, you might still be shaking your head. Well, I lost somebody. I lost somebody. Well, let me put this in your ear. If your loved one hadn't went to that hospital, hadn't taken the remdesivir, hadn't been put onto the ventilator, hadn't been given the antibiotic, which does not have, make any sense because an antibiotic don't work on a virus. But what does make sense, they said, once you get the antibiotic in your system, your lungs set up like concrete with the, with the mixture of it and the remdesivir. Okay. Now, uh, we had this treatment from day one. What, what if your loved one who passed away, if, if, if they would have just given them the hydrochloroquine and ivermectin, what if they didn't try to hide that that was, that was a, a viable treatment that people, it was saving lives? What if they didn't have the fact that the people that's been treated with that, they haven't had anybody die, die if they've been treated properly with it, okay? These doctors have not lost patients. All these doctors sitting there, okay? They've not lost patients. Now, this nurse testified uh, that, and she was, uh, she, she was the lady that, I can't find her name right here. It might come up here in a minute. But she was the lady that, uh, that found it the, uh, what, what was it? America's Frontline Nurses. Okay. And Frank, you remember what I told you about? She said what the doctors would, in the hospital would do in New York City. She, she, she was a flight nurse. She had all this specialized training that made her a perfect fit for a COVID ward, okay? What happened when it was time for the doctors to see the patients? They go directly to the nurses and talk to them and tell them to get the stats and bring it to them. They didn't go and visit with them personally. They let the nurses take over that. Right. And, then, and then instead of when the patient was dying, and the families wanted to uh, speak their last words to them. She would stay right there with them, holding the phone. She was the so only one in the hospital that, could, that would do that. That, could, that would take time for that patient and those families. And if that, if that family, if that family won't stay there until they pass, she'd stand there and hold that phone for them. Yeah. Not another soul in that hospital would do that, Ed. What do you think about that? Uh, there's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There ain't many people that would do that anymore. They called it window visits, you know, where they would come up, the family could stand outside the window. And look at them. Huh. Can you imagine the toll that that took on this nurse? And the families, don't forget the families that, that went through that needlessly. I, I guess maybe I shouldn't say needlessly, but if there was something that could have cured that individual and brought them back home, that was a needless death. Right. That's the way I'm looking at it. Now, there's, there's some interesting things here that come out. Uh, the vaccines, you know, uh, Brianna Grayson, uh, said that patients are dying, all right? Doctors are being threatened to lose their license. Yeah. Other doctors are afraid of the vaccine and not giving it. 
find them somewhere else, I guess. Okay. What and, is, then, and then the news broadcasters the out here will put their finger on These doctors are afraid of it. Why don't they tell that patient? I'm afraid of that. I wouldn't take it. I, excuse me. That's what I would tell somebody. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've, I've done some things in the back of an ambulance to keep people alive that were not on the books. Okay. Some of the things I've done, I, I, I had a lady that had, had previously stroked. She'd stroked on the other side. She was, she was 450 pounds. Finally got her on a stretcher, got her into the truck, and her blood pressure was like 30 over 20. It was right at, ready at death's door, okay? I knew she had a stroke, but I had to get blood to her heart out of her extremities so she, it could keep pumping, right? Well, there's a thing called mass trousers. I used them in Vietnam. I don't know, Ed, if you know about mass trousers or not. What uh, is it? Mass trousers. It's, it's like a set of pants you put on somebody and you blow it up, okay? And what it does is it puts pressure on, you know, uh, torn up legs and stuff like that. So it, they don't bleed out and it keeps the blood going to their heart. Huh. That is counter uh, indicated for a person with a stroke. So I'm way out. I'm way out from the hospital. So what do I do? Well, I took a chance. I put the mouse trousers on her anyway. I only pumped them up like a third of the way. So I wouldn't be forcing more blood into her head than I had to, you know what I'm saying? She made it to the hospital, she lived, okay? But that, you know, that's what you do when you do something that's off script. That's off what they tell you that the normal practice is. That's what these doctors do that prescribe hydrochloroquine and invocamed. Okay, that's the best way I know to explain it. So if, you know, just think of it as if that would have been your mom or your dad that had stroked and they were going to die before they got to the hospital. Would you rather them get what happened, what I did and live? Or would you rather me say, well, no, I'm not allowed to do that. I guess I'll have to let them die. You know, I used to roll people into the ERs and they'd be tore up. Some of them nurses have a fit, some of the things I've done. But my patients live. Never lost a patient. Never. Even on CPR runs. Okay. Uh, but that's what I did. Okay. I, 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 I went all in. If I knew something would work or if I had a good idea that was the only thing that was going to save you, I took the chance, even if, even if I wasn't literally supposed to do it. And I could have lost my license over that, just like these doctors. They're trying to take theirs. You know what I'm saying? But thank God we had Dr. Thomas at University of Louisville Hospital at the time, and he'd, he'd tell our nurses to back off of him. He knows more what he's doing than you do, you know? And they left me alone. Uh, the vaccines are causing the fatal and non-fatal events to a large amount of people, okay? These aren't uh, easy. The COVID's not killing people. It is these vaccines. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I do believe if I would have kept fighting, I would have probably pulled out of it sooner or later. 
because I've always had a you know good immune system. And I, I mean, I've had pneumonia really, really bad, okay? But uh, I wouldn't recommend that. I'd recommend getting something to help you. You know, and when I found out what to use, I did. Ed knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. And oh, it's, yeah. it's helped us, right? So, uh, uh, Ed, we need to look up, and I told Fran about this earlier, we need to look up something called Defense Medical Database to use later, okay? Uh, they had three whistleblowers from that organization show up. Uh, well, they, they were in the audience. Uh, they had affidavits, okay? And uh, they had data. Sorry. Oh, I thought you felt. They had data. I thought Jerry broke. They had data, okay, uh, showing the 300% uh, over a five-year average for the cancer, 500% increase of the uh now it was miscarriages three hundred percent over five years, and the cancer was five hundred percent over five years. Uh, the DO Day and Biden was put on notice today by Senator Ron Johnson, and what he told them was on live TV that they are to they are under notice to preserve these records for examination. He's not done with them, okay? Uh, this Dr. Cole, he's a pathologist, and, you know, he, he's the one that, you know, takes biopsies and, and then he decides what, what you got, right? If it's cancer, non-cancer, or something else, or whatever, cyst, or whatever. And he noticed a large increase in cancer after the vaccine. Uh, so... He went to the government. They all went to the government because they, you know, they've been looking at this, comparing notes and everything. They, they've all been trying to go to government and get grants to do studies, okay, uh, because of these increases in miscarriages and cancer, right? Now, a same government, if you got more people dying all of a sudden, they'd want to know why, and they give a grant to get it checked out, all right? But no. No, they won't give it to them because the vaccines are safe and effective, they say. So they're refusing to give them that. It goes against their narrative. Yeah, I'm going to break right here and just I'll go off for a script for a minute. Uh, you know, I started watching this today on C-SPAN. And it was on about an hour, I think. And all of a sudden, they went to a pre-recorded show, okay? And they had some guy on there that was just slamming Trump and everything. It was one of these call-in things, you know, where they call in, okay? And he let this guy rant, rant, and rant. It's Trump's fault. You Republicans that back Trump, y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of white supremacists. I mean, this went on and on and on. Finally, I said, hell with it. That show's not coming back on here. They've cut it. I went over to OWN. They had never stopped it. They didn't take a break. They didn't go anywhere. They went five hours straight. So they just cut off thing because it did not go with C-SPAN's narrative. That's the only thing I can think. What do you think? 
That's probably true. I wouldn't doubt it. I wasn't fulfilling their uh, their little quota needs. I've never known them to leave alive hearing unless they went on break, and then they come right back as soon as it starts. They had agreed to carry this, and they didn't. You know, I think we need to start calling these cable providers and tell them to keep on and get rid of C-SPAN. On pays their bill, their own bill. C-SPAN gets federal government money. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So I think I think I think we are need to get rid of C-SPAN, save some tax dollars, and let own take their place. A good idea. Uh, Let's get the people from own to go work run C-SPAN. Yeah. Or just, just take it over. They've got their own station. They don't need to go to our own station, the C-SPAN station, let them put it up for sale. Get back the money to the government they've sold all these years. Uh, now, uh, Dr. Riz, Rizany, I have trouble with that name. Uh, he said the FDA is withholding from doctors what is in the box and we talked about that <coughs> they won't tell the doctors they won't tell us you know this is but he's the one that said that um, and uh dr parks again spoke and she said that an mrna vax can regulate your dna now we we talked about that remember and everybody's oh y'all conspiracy theorists right how many times have you heard that i've heard that she don't know what you're talking about now here's here's a doctor uh, a doctor a very renowned doctor who is standing up to the government telling them the same thing that we've been telling you for a year okay uh, mm -hmm. this she said it can manipulate your rna it is completely unethical to use this technology if you remember friend remember the bots a little Whatever they are, the graphite things. Which boat? You know, the little things that look like gears. It was in one of our other previous episodes. Oh, well, yeah. You're talking about the graphene oxide now. Yeah, it was clips out of the Stu Peters show we done. Yeah. And I, I caught an update of that today, too. And it's that... Uh, graphene oxide within the vaccine that everybody's been getting is what is moving around like it's like it's been programmed to do and it's becoming like a internal computer like what they were saying that we were going to be doing about what two and a half years ago yeah we're all we're going to have to do is hook up to their our computer and uh go into a zoom meeting with her doctor and he can look at the computer and tell us exactly what's wrong and then call a prescription in so that we can handle it well, remember the videos I sent you when I was sitting up there at the hospital in, in Lexington back back on Memorial Day weekend, uh, the uh, the people walking into the bar and the TV coming up and reading their chip number. I mean, we've seen all of that stuff, you know, and we've yeah. been telling people about it and people's been like, ah, no, nah, you don't understand what's going on. You know, uh, somebody went to the airport. I think you was telling me about a friend that they went to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> This one, this woman, yeah, uh, there was a story on Facebook that uh, with one of my friends there on Facebook. She was going to go overseas for a nice vacation or a conference or something. I don't know what she was going overseas for. Doesn't really matter. 
She took her vaccine passport, her not her passport, but her vaccine card to the airport to get on this overseas flight. And they said, no, we, that's, we can't use that. We know that's fake because you don't have the vaccine. She says, well, how do you know? She says, because our equipment reads whether you've had the vaccine or not. Oh, remember when we was talking about when you go to the grocery store to buy, you won't have to have a card. They'll be able to read you when you walk up there and they can deny you service. That's what they were talking about two and a half years ago or more. They were so proud of that program and now they've got a bit availability to do it. And that's why everybody needs to get the vaccine. So a lot of these doctors don't even have to work anymore. All they have to do is hook up to the computer so that the computer can tell them what's wrong. And then all they have to do is charge you $175 or whatever it might be for their office call and uh, send a prescription over to the pharmacy. So you could either have it delivered or go pick it up. Well, it'd probably be to have it delivered because they probably won't let you out of the house at that point. Uh, <clears throat> I want people to think a little bit. Uh, it, it it was two weeks to flatten the curve, wear the mask. We wore them for two years in some parts of this country. Uh, it was, you know, uh, stay in the house for a couple of weeks, stay in the house for two years almost. Uh, some parts of this country, we don't. We don't. Fine Eastern Kentucky is one of those free spots of the world. Southern Indiana, where you are, is pretty much that way too. Uh, so, uh, but it was, you know, first the masks, and it was, you know, the lockdowns, and it was, you know, please take this shot. And when they didn't get everybody to take the shot, now if you're going to take this shot, thank God for the Supreme Court stepping up a little bit, but they didn't. They dropped the ball halfway through the game. Yep. Because they should have not allowed it on the medical workers or the the uh, government contractors like you, Ed. Because the thing is, the thing is, you Ed, did you give up your rights as your constitutional rights to become a locksmith? No. Okay. So why should you? Have to take the vaccine if if the people that work in factories, a hundred or more people, don't have to. Shouldn't have to. Right. Uh, did did a doctor give up his constitutional rights to be a doctor? No. Uh, now he did take an oath to do no harm, and we've seen tonight and we've seen today uh, that what we've been telling you is true. And there's been plenty of harm and death and destruction to people's bodies that has been done. Uh, Dr. Uh, McCullough, he's a, he's a cardiologist, okay? He said it's infinitely clear. In other words, it's positively clear. It's clear beyond all measure, okay? That's what infinitely means, right? Beyond all measure. Yeah. Uh, that is infinitely clear that the vax cause, and this is from the data, this isn't from just him saying this, this is from the data that he has looked at in the CDC and their own studies. Okay, that is infinitely clear that the vax causes myocarditis, which peaks in 18 to 24 year olds, males more than females, but the females are getting it too, pretty bad. Uh, there are fatal cases of myocarditis, 21,000 cases, fatal cases of myocarditis in the US already. Okay, that 
the that the CDC has verified. These are ones that's verified by the CDC. There's probably more out there that they haven't verified. Uh, and he said, under no circumstance should a young person take the vax, be coerced into the vax, or mandated to take the vax because their chance of living a full life is going to be short so bad it's pitiful. Okay. Yeah. Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney, he, he's up pushing the vax. And, and I tell you what kind of guy he is. His nephew and brother about died from the COVID. You remember that? Exactly. Yes, I do. Yeah, his nephew, big, healthy athlete, you know, basketball player in high school, almost died from it. His brother, a big runner, you know, healthy athlete. They both about died from the vaccine, okay? Uh, I was surprised. I was glad to see Lee Dundas there, okay? Lee Dundas, if you've not watched her, you need to go on her page. It's Lee, L-E-I-G-H-D-U-N-D-A-S dot com. You need to look her up. She is a spitfire. You will enjoy listening to her argue with these people. It might give you some tips to use in your school boards, your boardrooms, your hospitals, with your employer or whatever. It'd be worth listening to her, okay? She stopped vaccine mandates at the Orange County School by simply threatening them with Nuremberg charges. They knew they had the wrong woman that day. She is a spitfire. I never... I never heard anybody talk as fast as her as, as, except for an auctioneer. <laughs> Maybe it runs in the family. She only had two minutes on it. She 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 spoke a book for it full, you know. I ain't talking no little book. I'm I, I'm talking about she I, I bet if they'd have put that in type, it'd have probably been a book this big, folks. I ain't kidding you. She rattled it off. You'll love it. Look at the Orange County uh video on her. Uh and it tickled me after she spoke, Dr. Malone says, you know, I do have some credibility at this. Is that I invented the technology. <laughs> uh, however, the government, he said, wants uh, to discredit him. The government, Big Pharma, DOD and others. Okay, Fauci, NIH, NIAID. Uh, Echo Health. I'm sure they're all trying to discredit him, aren't you? Well, I heard a couple of those names on it on uh, yesterday's show. Yeah, or the one we did when we did last week. And uh, right. yeah, if you, if you guys get a chance and you haven't heard that yet, I suggest you get it. Get a copy of that document that came out of the uh, world. Uh, what is it? The World Court. Yeah, and uh, take, take a quick look at that and uh, make sure that you got something to catch your eye teeth with, because it's going to be it's it's going to be uh, very interesting for you to take a look at that, too. But it's something that you have to look at yourself to really and understand. Yesterday, yesterday, it come on, it come on cable news that Gates was being charged for murder. Well, truthfully, he shouldn't be charged for murder. It would should, he should be charged with genocide. That's you know, what I, should. I, I think the ones that have listened to us uh, when this is all over, and they yeah. see, see how much truth we've told here, you guys, 
I think it'd be nice to just say thank you, don't you? Yeah. Be nice. They can send us a uh, thank you with a couple of zeros behind it. And I can say all you liberals out there, you don't have to worry about apologizing. We know we we know you wouldn't mean it even if you're falling over dead from that vaccine. So, uh, you know, what was that uh, we seen on that one tape? It said, uh, if you voted for Biden, don't call or don't buy here or something. <laughs> oh, I know what that was. If you're liberal, don't even bother calling. Yeah, if you're <laughs> that's, a, that's what it was. Calling. It, it was a it was a it was some kind of like flooring or something that was advertised, wasn't it? Uh, windows, I think it was. Windows, yeah, it was windows. That's right. That uh, if you're a liberal, don't even bother calling Ed. You might want to put you up a commercial on the internet or something like that for your business. <laughs> of course, you'd be, you'd be like the Maytag repairman out there in California. <laughs> I'd have no business. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you ought to hit advertisements with the divorce courts and things like that to change the locks there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I get the phone calls from the spouses. The one will call me. One calls me when one's at work, change the locks, and my husband can't get in. The other one will call me later on, change the locks, and the wife can't get back in. You go back and forth like that three or four times a day. You, only got, you ain't got to work but one time a day. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what. I got... <laughs> My boss called me in. She said, there's this guy that his uh, wife's coming to get the stuff and he, he's going to be there and she's going to be there and, and they he's hired us to, you know, keep keep things peaceful over. So I'm going to send you over. I was doing security at the time. We're going to send you over to keep the peace, right? So I'm standing over. All of a sudden, that woman walks in that man's house and her attorney hands me a piece of paper. I look at it. It's court order. He can't be in the house. Signed by the judge. I ended up having to put him out of his own house. He said, I'll have your job. I said, go ahead. I said, as long as I got a copy of this paper, I'll get it back. I made sure when I left that night, I retained my copy of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you had to. I got me a copy before I turned the original in at work. And uh, I got to work. We'll come to find out. This was hall security. Little, I'm just going to tell you. I think it's funny, okay? The lady that owned it was having an affair with this guy. That's why the big couple was getting a divorce. <laughs> so I get there. She's ready to farm me. I said, go ahead. She said, why? I said, here's your copy of the signed order. I've got mine. I said, you cannot fire me for obeying a court order. I said, so if you want to, go ahead. She ended up firing me, but the reason she fired me was about six months down the road, I caught my supervisor sneaking into the plant that I was guarding, stealing the tools. <laughs> so that's a good company, y'all. Y'all be sure to use Hall Security in Louisville, Kentucky. God, I love doing that. That's the first time I've ever done that. Oh. <laughs> uh, and, and by the way, I want to put a disclaimer on that. Hall's security in Louisville, Kentucky has nothing to do with Hall's lock and key or lock and safe in Vallejo, California, right? <laughs> Not at all. Not related, are you? No. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. Uh, now, I told you I was going to get back to the, the miscarriages, okay? And uh, 
Dr. Malone went into that, okay? And he explained that the lipids are going to your ovaries, ladies. Guys, like Fran said, are going to your gonads, okay? And uh, when this started, postmenopausal women, women that, you know, had went through the change, started bleeding again. And he said this was a very high indicator that something was wrong. It was affecting ovaries, okay, which it would be a good indicator. I mean, you know, uh, somebody has had high school science if they still teach it in high school. I don't know if they do. They probably got it replaced with uh, pole dancing or something. Uh, but somebody that's had, you know, a, a minimum degree of science would know that if somebody was to go through the change and start bleeding, there would be a problem. But they ignored that. Uh, and that's why we are seeing so many spontaneous abortions. Women who've had the vaccine having spontaneous abortions, miscarriages, whatever you want to call them, okay? Some of them, I mean, they have them before they get out of where they're getting shot at. And that's pretty pretty quick, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and the largest number of people to die after the shot is in the first day, ain't it, Ed? You've seen it, Grant. So, uh, so anyway, these, this is causing, this is causing them to, uh, have these spontaneous abortions, miscarriages, whatever you want to call it. And, um, the reason for this, they're not catching these things, I believe is intentional. And I'll tell you why. When you set up a protocol, you set it up for what you're dealing with, right? Okay, and uh, if you had a certain protocol for how you checked a, a, a an alarm out for a, a house alarm, you know, burglary intrusion alarm, you would have a different protocol for checking out a fire alarm, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. So if if you're if you're giving somebody a a uh, um, I mean gene therapy. Okay, a gene therapy in their body. What you get use the protocol for gene therapy? You think so? Well, see, that's what this vaccine is. It is gene therapy. That's why it's got the mRNA in it. Okay. Instead, they're using vaccine protocol. Okay. I can say, I, you know, if I was going to diagnose diagnose the Warren harness on something, I'd use a different protocol and I would diagnose them, you know, the engine, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but that's, that's the difference. Okay. They're using the wrong protocol to cover what they're doing. Well, all, all of our results don't show that. Well, yeah, because you're, you're doing the wrong test. Okay. If you go in, you know, I went in, I tell on somebody else, my, I went in three hospitals down here. I went into Baptist uh, in Corbin, I went into Marymount in London, and I went into Rock Castle with a broken foot. They all told me my foot wasn't broken. Well, I walked on it broken until it misformed, and I had to have foot surgery to straighten it back out. So I had the foot surgery. They put me in a fracture boot, come up, you know, almost to my knee. And uh, so I went back to work logging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Put this boot on. 
and uh, I'm out in the woods and I'm cranking on a come along to get a tree pulled out behind a stump so I can drag it out with with my tractor and uh, the handle slipped out of my hand and flew back and it hit me on the side of the of the light bulb okay and uh, my buddy's standing over by this tractor of mine with his old cherry bomb muffler on it you know real loud and uh, pretty good sized tractor and uh, I break my leg he said oh come on I'll walk you out here you broke your leg I said I ain't walking that far I'd have had to walk you know over two tenths of a mile to get to the house and part of it would have been downhill and part of it uphill okay you know like mom and daddy used to walk uphill and downhill both at the same time go to school <laughs> uphill both ways and all that uh, I said, I ain't doing that. I said, I'm going to get on a tractor and drive it out. I got up on my tractor and I drove it out with that log hook to it. I drove that log. I went to the house. I said, I'm not leaving that in the woods. I worked too hard to get that one out. <laughs> <laughs> and I go to go to the hospital, right? Oh, your leg ain't broke. I went around on a day two, go to another hospital. Your leg ain't broke. Same hospitals again, okay? They're, you know, about a week out, I go, I go to Mount Byrne. Oh, your leg ain't broke. So, you know, there goes Mary Mount, Baptist, and not burning again. But the funniest thing was now what I was getting at on this point, it wasn't that you know did I break my leg and what it was the protocol, okay? Because at Marymount, which they call Murder Mount, and they still call it that even though it's Advent Health St. Joe's now, okay. They I went in, I said my legs broke right here, and I showed her there was a big dent in my leg. Okay, this was the first place we went. Boom. She sets me up, go down to x-ray. We'll get down to x-ray and I start setting my knee up like this, my foot down like that. I said, what are you doing? She said, we got to x-ray your foot. I said, I didn't break my foot. I broke my leg. Well, the doctor said x-ray your foot. I said, well, the doctor's wrong. You better call her and tell her. I said, I broke my leg, not my foot. They called up her. She said, x-ray his foot. So, and I said, she said, X-ray your foot. I said, go ahead. She X-rayed the foot. There ain't nothing wrong with your foot. I said, I know that. I told you my leg I broke when I come in here. I said, don't bill me for this visit because we will be in court. And I got up and left and I went on, to, on down to Corbin and then they told me it was broke. So, I mean, I went through that twice with broken bones and it was funny because the doctor that done my second foot surgery because the first doctor mucked it up uh he come he, he told me he says uh, when he was x-raying my foot and my leg he says who set your leg they done a really good job i said nobody set my leg he said well it's been broke clean through i said i know it i said three of the hospitals i went through i went to three hospitals they said my leg wasn't broke and I said, I didn't have no option. I said, two of those hospitals you operate at. Oh, son, he went off. So there were some heads rolled on that. But I don't know if I got new uh, people or not. To, oh, I just lost my screen. Hold on, everybody, while I get back. I don't know if they uh, got new people as radiologists or not. I ain't been back to see their bills. Uh, So anyway, they're using the wrong therapy on this. I mean, the wrong wrong protocols. Uh, this uh, lady that founded the uh, frontline nurses, you remember me tell you about that? Her mm -hmm. name 
as Nicole Serotek. Okay. Uh, she, she, like I said, she was a critical, clear uh, line, life light nurse. And uh, she, she had all the training. Okay. Uh, but she, she, she was kind of rebranded when COVID come out because then she, she was a critical care COVID nurse instead of flight nurse or whatever. Uh, but she went to New York uh, at the beginning of the pandemic uh, because she was, made, you know, it made her such a perfect fit and she wanted to do good for people, right? And we was telling you about how she would stand at the, you know, hold the phone with, with the people's family at the window until they passed away. Uh, she said the pharmacy companies rolled out remdesivir uh, that they saw were killing people. Okay, in the hospitals. She said they knew it was killing people. And she said they're still killing patients with it. All right. Uh, she was very blunt about this. And uh, she said uh, after two doses of the remdesivir, their survivability rate is 25% after two doses. The rate goes down as you get it. Uh, now they're going to use it as an in-home therapy. Isn't that grand? Oh, just take this, go home, take take a couple of them. <laughs> you know, come back next week. We got some more Ritter Rat we'll put in your sweetener for your coffee. You know, <laughs> nine to five. Uh, so they're doing this uh, and they're going to use it as a home therapy. And when they said that last week, I was like, oh my gosh because we know Fran right oh yeah I went into the hospital they fed me with five of those ghosts and then they came back to me and wondered why I wouldn't take the vaccine yeah they said they sent one one of the high flu pollutant doctors that comes in there and I don't know where they got this woman at but she just wasn't giving up she's real bright and, and brilliant and she knew what she was doing and she kept trying to ask me in three different ways if I would take that vaccine. I says, absolutely not. And uh, I've been bitter ever since. I mean, truly bitter about what's going on. I, I don't deal with anybody unless I absolutely have to medically. Probably makes you more bitter right now knowing that this doctor saying after two shots, right? It would and make I had, you more bitter. I had five of them. That's what I'm saying. Five. It's a wonder you made it home. If you'd have took if you'd have took that vaccine, or if you'd have took and told him you was having trouble breathing, you couldn't breathe without that respirator. I don't think he'd ever come out. I've got a. I, I didn't tell you. I wasn't on the respirator. I was smart no, that's enough. What I'm saying if you had was, if you had went on it, I don't think you'd have come out. I was smart enough to get up and and prop my head up and sleep with my head up and bring my knees up so I didn't slide down into the bed while I was there at the hospital. And with me up like that, I knew that I knew with the pneumonia that would help clear it up. Right. So you, we, when you're in a situation like that, ladies and gentlemen, and you see what's going on, and you know that that uh, if you're laying down and your lungs are filling up with fluid, you need to move so that you can get that fluid draining off of you, not more of it piling up inside. And that, that's what that's the way I took it, and that's the way I survived it. And it disappointed them when I said no. 
See, I heard these people talking about the conditions in the hospitals, okay, at a lot of the hospitals. And when I got sick, I said, there's no way I'll die here. You know, I'll just die here. I can't get over it. Uh, this nurse went on to say, she said that our health care has been degraded, degraded, okay, downhill to a third world country level. Can you imagine landing in the hospital nine days and not getting anything to eat? Well, I can tell you we're past third world. We're a fourth world because we live with every third world person here. This this uh, nurse literally took them to court, the way I understood it, to force them to feed a patient. She said, we shouldn't have to take these people to court to feed these patients. Uh, she said that the patients weren't bathed. Uh, they weren't cared for. They just laid there. Uh, like I said, the doctors make rounds and tell the nurses to go in and take them. Now, I've heard other nurses. I've heard other nurses say that they uh, would tell somebody they was getting worse. And say, just go in there and give them a bunch more morphine. In other words, go in there and put them out of their misery. And they would give them however much the doctor told them, and, you know, because the doctor ordered it. And then the patient would die. You know, so this is what's going on in our hospitals. This is what's going on with the medical profession. This is what's going on with big pharma. We have tried to educate people and people just can't understand why Fauci would lie. Well, he's so great. I have one woman stood up and I know she's lying in my face. I know down here in McKee, Kentucky, I know Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci just would not do that. Well, guess what? <laughs> the proof's out now, baby. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Senator Johnson, uh, he, he made the remark at the end that it was a five-hour discussion, and they didn't even get uh, a scratch to the surface of what they need to discuss, okay? So I looked for more of these hearings. I looked for more of these panels. Uh, he said, we got to fix the problem. We can't allow it to go on. We can't, uh, you know continue we cannot allow this to happen again ever ever again okay uh, I, I think probably one of the biggest things i took away from it was the twenty thousand children uh with myocarditis right now and uh thirty two thousand already dead from it and how long has it been since they started on the five to eleven year olds well, 18 years old was what, right about 1st November? What's that? They started on the 18 year, 18 to 24s up, up around November, and then they moved to the 5 to 11s. And now they're wanting to give it to your two year old kid. You have it given to your kid, and all this comes out. Shame on you. I think there ought to be a law passed that parents have to have common sense and educate themselves and what they're putting in their child's body, even if they don't do it for their own. You know, I'm, I know a woman that took the vaccine for herself, but she didn't give it to her kid. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad she won't, you know, because now all this has come out, you know, it, it's more and more coming out. Yeah, she's actually homeschooling because she got tired of making making her kid wear that diaper on his face all day. 
there's uh, two women in Iowa that put a halt to it, and now their state do that mask mandate. Yeah, uh, there was a good rally in New York over the weekend for the mandates. Did you see that? Didn't have an opportunity to. My life has been crazy over the past several weeks. It was at least it looked like at least a million people there. I mean, I've seen that you know on camera enough when they, they had five hundred thousand or a million or or more. And it looked like they probably had a million people there. Uh, people keep marching. Uh, if if you live if you live in Kentucky, come to the state capitol in Frankfurt. Yeah, February. Good Lord, Willing Creek don't rise and snow don't fly. I'll be there. Maybe you get to see me walk around that big cowboy hat. Uh, so. Everybody just come with, come up there with us. We're going to be standing up where they're trying to get a pass a bill to end the mandates. Get the mask and the vaccines and all that. So, uh, in other words, all you big mama bears out there that don't want to see their your kids wearing that mask all the time and growing up believing that that's the way that we're supposed to be living, you better get yourself on out there. Mama bears, daddy bears, mama sharks, daddy sharks. All of you. Like my grandma used to say, all of them needs to get out there. Uh, and if you're liberal, you don't need to apply. <laughs> <laughs> don't even bother, right? Yeah, I don't think you'd be among friends. Uh, I don't know. There, there's been a lot of good people sit back and learn a lot of things about what's going on. And I, I think the, I think that trend is beginning to move a little bit. Well, if you want to come and learn, that's one thing. Don't come up here and, and you know, I guess, well, you got the right. Come up here and protest if you want. But I'm telling you, uh, we're planning on bringing a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Probably so, best you just stay home. Uh, so what? Probably best that you just stay home. No, we need to get up there. We, we've been putting pressure on our legislature. We don't got one bill killed this year. No, I was talking about them. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's okay. I don't care if they come up or that's their right. You know, it's just like it's ours. Uh, but let's keep it peaceful. And, you know, if you want to discuss something, I'll discuss with somebody all day long, you know. I had a lady, she kept trying to say, well, you're anti-vax. I said, no, ma'am, I'm not. Well, you're anti-mask. I said, no, ma'am, I'm not. I said, I'll tell you right now. I said, I will stand up for your right to wear that mask and take as many of them shots as you want. Same as I'll stand up for somebody else to have the right to say no to them. Yeah, you can't get much fairer than that. And now the proof is out. This is not a vaccine. This is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's a pandemic of the vaccinated. At this point, the spread is coming from the vaccinated people. And uh, most of us has done had it that that's going to get it. I mean, you think about it. this has been around since March of last year. Okay. Before oh, the end. 2020, March 2020, right? So no, it's been, it, uh, actually December of uh, 2019. It just hadn't got here yet. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's been, it's been here though. It's been around here since, you know, March, I know. Uh, and, and uh, so the whole thing is, uh, as way as spread, you know, the different variants and everything, you've been exposed. You've been exposed. I'm not saying you won't get it, but I'm saying 99% of you have done had it. Remember that little cold you had that 
that achy feeling that just wouldn't go away and you couldn't smell or taste or you couldn't couldn't breathe good, you probably had a touch of it then. You know, it doesn't affect everybody like like you know, a wildfire. So uh but that's you know that's 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 just basically what I want to say. Uh Ed, you got any more to add to the show tonight? Mm -mm. How about you, friend? Well, I think I've said my piece just not to get myself into trouble. But really, I've been so angry and so frustrated for so many months. Well, actually, for the past couple, three years. And this it's time for this to be over with. It's time right. to put it, put it under the... It, it's, time, it's time to put it away like the Christmas lights and stuff. Well, when you get angry, you got me and Ed, you can call up and blow up at and stuff. Well, if I'm not angry at the people I like and love and, and work with and that kind of thing. I am angry at, the, at these people that think they've got the right to take what it is that they want in their world and force it upon anybody else. Yeah, that, that is so aggravating. Yeah, I want to say something tonight so people know. When I look up, I'm not rolling my eyes. I've got a bigger monitor up there I look up at. Uh, that's why I do that. And uh, I don't want anybody to think I'm just rolling my eyes on somebody because I'm not. Oh, I do owe you guys an apology, too. I do not have any help after after uh, 9 o'clock at night around here. And I've got a 140-pound dog that uh, decides that he's going to get into trouble tonight. And that's why I called out Bobby. Oh. Uh, most people have these little dogs, maybe 20, 30 pounds. This one's 140. <laughs> Yeah, our chihuahua looks like an imp beside him when we was up the chihuahua that we had up there. Uh, so uh, I think I think my I think my labs uh, my labs my shepherds I think weigh as much as his does right now. They've been eating good. Uh, yeah. Well, all deer season, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> These dogs, they know when they come in season if there's somebody don't cut the back straps out, leave one land. I think they go get their own. <laughs> They've got to start firing. So they head for the woods. Next thing you know, they're pulling back quarters, and rib cages and heads and necks. <laughs> well fed this time of year, are they? Uh -huh. Well fed this time of year. Yeah, they always look so fat, sleek, you know, breathing hard and they walk across the yard. <laughs> <laughs> I told Toby oh. the other day, I said, if I didn't know better, I think you and Nava both are pregnant. <laughs> so, but anyway, and I'm not getting my dogs in backs either because I think too much of my dogs. I'll just tell you that right now. They're talking about the dogs can have it and this can have it and that, that. Well, you know what? My dogs ain't getting them shots. So if well, there, there's, there's too much going on in this world about trying to... Uh, change our lives to fit their narrative and that's what i'm angry about and i've been angry about for quite some time well i think i went all this over with we got to remember and i, I want to make this statement before we go our founding fathers when they, when they put together our constitution this is the only capitalist public that has ever survived this long. But they were some very brilliant men. Don't discredit what's in that constitution because that is what's 
got us this far. Okay. You don't want to do that. You want to follow it. You want to support it. You want to uphold it. And when somebody tells you that you don't have the right to come somewhere because you got a mask on, tell them they ain't got a right to put one on. They tell you they ain't got a right to go somewhere without a vax. You tell them they don't have the right to give it to you. Furthermore, they don't have the right to ask you. You ever heard of the HIPAA law? Violation if they ask you. Yeah. So it's time we start standing up. I do. Fran does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've said a few things that I should have kept my mouth shut, but then they turned and looked at me as if I was some sort of an idiot. Now, Ed, Ed would never stand up, would you, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I let's get that look. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just watch me, hide and wait, you know. But, uh, no. Just give him a chance. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to I encourage everybody. We're, we're in the primaries now, you know, and I, I'm not going to make this about me tonight, okay? Right or whatever. But we're in the primaries. And I encourage you, everybody you're going to vote for, you vet them out. And you see how they stand on your rights. If you're vetting a sheriff, go to Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Join it. There are a lot of lessons you can learn in there. There's even a guide that you can use that will give you the questions to ask your sheriffs or your sheriff's candidates to see if they're constitutional. Uh, they're simple questions, uh, but it's very important that you do this not only with your sheriffs, but with your school board members. Say, hey, what do you think about my kids' right to come to school without being muzzled? What do you think about my kids' right to come to school and not be forced to get a vaccine? What do you think about the kids the right to speak up? And when they say no, then you don't vote for them. You go get somebody else to primary. Okay, it's kind of late for that this year, so you have to pick with who you got. Okay, our our ours was extended until Saturday, but other than that. Uh, got to stand up we've got people coming we're trying to get people in the last minute to primary people county court people stuff like that you know what i'm saying uh, one of the most bill i don't want to interrupt you but i need to one of the most important questions that you want to ask your school board members that, that's running for office is what do they think about the critical race theory and then ask yourself do you want your child to be taught that You know, it amazes me in a, in a five-person race, I'm the only one that stood up and said, I will protect every one of your rights. Not just the Second Amendment, not the First Amendment alone, or the First and Second. I'm on it to protect the whole, all the rights. You know, and it just amazes me. And so, but you've got to do this with, you know, the people, you know, ask your congressman, senators dc ask your uh uh state legislators you know your representatives and your senators for the state because these are very important things ask your gov people running for governors and mayors town halls okay because your rights are protected in all those places don't settle for nothing less somebody's gonna stand up for you 
That's that's all I'm gonna say about it. But anyway, it's been a good show. Thank y'all. Appreciate everybody coming in, looking at you know, listening to us tonight and everything. And hopefully, you will be back with us the next time, which next planned show is Monday night. But we'll see what happens between now and then. We might have to come back on with something else. Okay. So just hang tight. This will be out Saturday morning. So I'm going to Saturday afternoon, this video, because it's going to, I've got to get up in the morning. I've got time to put it on tonight. But uh, it'll be out Saturday afternoon and we'll go from there. We'll see what's going on. So All right. Y'all, God bless you. And until the next time we meet again, may God bless America and your children. Don't forget the kitties. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Good night, Jack.